ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਆਮ ਸੋ ਟੁਡੇ ਇਜ਼ ਮੰਡੇ ਦ 24th ਆਫ ਮਈ 2021 which means that yesterday we saw the completion of the Barclays Premier League season 2020-2021 but this date also means that in less than 24 hours Gareth Southgate will be naming his 26 man England squad for the Euros this week is also it has a slight european feel to it we will be covering and looking forward to both european finals the europa league on wednesday and also the uefa champions league final which will take place on saturday but before we delve into the action just like all weeks it's important to get the panel on for their introductions navrad singh kick us off please guys on navrad singh uh, an avid manchester united fan um so that's that's me so I'll just pass it over to uh, to the team that finished behind us lipo fan raj Singh, as usual, up here in uh, Leeds, Liverpool supporter. Um, happy, I've had a happy weekend, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, uh, as you can probably tell from my voice, just beaming, beaming. Um, doesn't matter we came behind Man U, still beat him. But anyway. Gurvarendar. Hi Guruji ka khalsa wai ki fateh yes this is me Gurvinder Singh I'm back and uh, yeah just you guys know me I'm a Chelsea fan so yeah I'm the only Chelsea fan on this podcast perfect <laughs> my my name is Jigbun Singh and uh, a Manchester United fan but um let's start off with the Premier League action so Bradard Singh obviously you've made it into the top 4 and uh, a really good run of games and um really good results and performances by the liverpool players and you know this run in it i won't say it was necessarily sort of um a difficult one but it's just that leading up to this run in and with all the injuries and how your season went in general what do you think of how liverpool season went if if you could just give us a season review of liverpool football club right overall um at the beginning of the season i thought we'd be up there challenging realistically um mm. after the season we've had the last few seasons i thought liverpool would be up there challenging um again for the title um, i didn't but then the injuries injuries yeah. it is and i know it sounds like an excuse and but they did a lot of um, key players in key positions weren't there but the of the season 10 games unbeaten i didn't even realize it was 10 games do you know um, because our form for the middle bit of the season was shocking where we st- where we were losing um, and it looked like we wouldn't even get in the conference league um <laughs> that that you know that Tottenham are gracing next season. I don't even know what night they're going to be playing on. Never mind Thursday night on Channel 5, you know. I don't um, even know what format it is. <laughs> or, But, um, or the, the only thing, sorry, just to interrupt you, the only yeah. thing I know about this Conference League is if you win it, then you automatically qualify for the Europa League. That's all I know. <laughs> what, next season? 
Yeah, yeah the following I'm, season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I think I think Spurs are going to be playing like Hibernian and stuff like that. Um, teams <laughs> nah, of that level, not even, but not 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 that high standard. They probably no no. <laughs> more, more east, more east European. I think further down. But yeah, it's it's Latvia. in a way it's good for the smaller clubs around Europe to get in. But I'm I'm talking about Liverpool. We're in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, um, didn't doubt it ever. I, I say that <laughs> really, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, you know, but the thing is, this these last three games. I know everyone, I said this last time as well, everyone was saying, you've got um, Burnley, you've got you've got Burnley, you've got West Brom, you've got um, <coughs> Crystal Palace. Winnable really games. Easy games that we've historically struggled against those teams. So for us to beat them, it's actually been quite refreshing. Do you know, we're coming back to form. Um, some of our key players, like Trent coming back to form, which I'll come back to him later on when we talk about the England squad. Um, Mane as well, these last uh, three or four games, especially, you know, these last two where he scored, um, starting to look better again. His confidence is building. Um, Salah all season has been on form. Um, and the emergence of Nat Phillips and Reese Williams at the back, um, two youngsters coming through and forming a partnership which well you know what it's like with big clubs you never know next season they might just loan them out or sell him but Jello we've we've had a good we've had a good season and ended up third um, and I'm happy. But I was saying just a quick one. Um you've mentioned the two centre backs but also what about Fabinho dropping back into his usual position? That that's really helped. That's really yeah. helped. Um we didn't have, because like Henderson got injured as well. Um, mm. We've had Cater out injured. The people that normally would be there, you know, in the centre of midfield. I mean, Thiago was injured for a while as well. Yeah. So it's been like makeshift players all over the place. Um, and Fabinho going back, just in front of the, the back four, um, two dedicated centre-backs, um, and uh, Robertson and Trent down the wings and Alisson as well, coming into a bit of form as well towards the end. Um, and that's just his striking ability. Mm. <laughs> and uh, obviously, just uh, just to touch up on Liverpool as well before we move on to the other clubs, Percy, myself, at the start of the season, due to the season that you had before, and this was obviously before the injuries, and I thought, bringing the players like Thiago and like Jota as well, I thought they were really yeah. good investments. And I personally had you up there that if you're not going to win it, you're definitely going to challenge. Yeah. Obviously, fast forward onto the injuries. I Okay. Losing two, three centre-backs is big. But through those defeats, your fault, personally, what I feel was that you weren't putting the ball in the back of the net. That was it. And the game... And the games that you lost, you only lost them by 1-0 or 2-1 or things yeah. like that. It wasn't yeah. defensive errors, basically. Yeah. But, but, but what I'm saying is, when you lose your spine... yeah, It has an effect. It has an effect. And the confidence of the strikers went down. Yeah. Like, Jota got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Mane's loss of form. Like I say, Salah has just done what he's been doing for the last few years. 
He's just right. carried on as yeah. normal, yes, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he pulled his weight. He done his bit. He he's, he did do his bit. He carried us for a while. Mm. But um, like I say, when you got when you're a striker, you want to have some sort of solidity behind you, knowing that the balls are going to be coming through. And we didn't have that. We didn't have any consistency behind the strikers. Um, like I say, Trent had a loss of form. Robertson had a bit of loss of form. Um, it was just, a, it was a confidence thing. And it just coincided with us going down and Man City hitting form. Because at the beginning of the season, where were they? They were, they were nowhere. And everyone were talking about, is that it? Pep's leaving. Yeah. And they went on this crazy run. And again, it was down to two, three players, really, um, that brought them out of the slump. And that's what you need. And I think Liverpool, these last 10 games, sort of turned a corner. And it was, it was a bit like, come on, guys, we need to do something. Otherwise, it's our bestie. Do, do yeah. you know? And I think that's what happened with Man City earlier in the season. Pep yeah. said to them, come on, guys, we need to do something. Otherwise, it's bestie. Let's <clears> get on with it. I think you just found rhythm. You just found rhythm. Yeah. And, and, and then you got, and to find the rhythm, sometimes you have to write the right games as well. In fact, you need to find that rhythm. And I think you got the two well, things. Kind do of, help. Yeah. Yeah. So you got that, you got a little bit of fortune. Then you got your rhythm, you had the sides, and then from that, you built your momentum up. And I, th yeah. I think, yeah, you got there in the end. But obviously, you still have to rely on other sides to slip up. And, and they did. You know, Leicester but, slipped well, and uh, West Ham slipped. The thing is, yeah. that's, that's, like football. Said, that's football. At know, the so. end of the, at the end of the season, mm. The league table doesn't lie mm. because it was it? it's 38 games in a season. Mm. So you're where you are where your form has taken you. Whether yeah. it's a running at the last 10 games or you've done everything at the beginning. Well, listen, and, and dropped I, off at the end. I, I know a Liverpool fan from Watford. I'm not gonna mention his name. If for the last 30 years he says the league tells me lying, but there you go. <laughs> right, so. but, but just talking about that, just obviously congratulations to Liverpool in order to get that top four position. Great trophy. It'll be it, it, it'll be the really Arsenal interesting. <laughs> it, it'll be very interesting to see not just what Liverpool but what all clubs do in the summer. But oh, yeah. if we just move on to Gurvarinder Singh and get a review of Chelsea season. You had a sacking, you had a new manager, you, you had a bit of everything going on, to be yeah. honest. What more um, than the extenders going on there? Gurvarinder, your thoughts and feelings on Chelsea's season? Of course, the Premier League season's over. you still got a Champions League final to look forward to. Yeah. But if we just talk about Premier League for now. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's like sacking, and then uh, it's been a it's been a proper like a roller coaster, full of like up and down. Like we were like yo yo club in the beginning. You, I think uh, first you spent all, a lot. You spent a lot though. Yeah, would we, we, we? Well, we we come off. Of, I think we did really good last year with the yeah. transfer band yeah. and not spending any money. Uh, Pretty much, we got coverage that he was on loan, and we turned into a permanent deal. I was like, I think that was uh, 40, 45, uh, and then we had a Pulisic as well. That was forty k, uh, forty mil. Oh. Um, that was that was done before last year. Um, obviously, we started off good, uh, but then it just went downhill. I think like after fourth game, we start getting draws and start losing, uh, and then come. Come December, we, we were like ninth on the table. Uh, and then uh, I think Frank Lampard knew he was going to go. Um, so 
eventually he, he got sacked. And then um, Tuchel came in. Uh, I think he, personally, I think he hit the ground running with what we got in the team. And then bringing in, uh, bringing in uh, players that were isolated by Frank Lampard, like uh, uh, Alonso. I mean, he, he he's not a regular starter under Tuchel, but he came in a few games. He scored uh, um, crucial goals and then we started climbing back up the table. Uh, so that that was good. Uh, was new manager bounce, wasn't it? They they, they built built confidence again. Exactly. Like you say, some of the players that were thinking probably under Lampard, I'm never going to see the first exactly team again. that one of those confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, one one of those players was Rudiger. Like mm, he's yeah. been he's been on form and like people yeah. like people they wrote him off like. Like he's not gonna play for Chelsea again, but under Tuchel, he's a he's a completely different player. He's a beast, yeah. and and again, Christensen as well. There was one game I forgot against who it was. He uh, he got fouled and he uh, he didn't get up. He he was lying on the floor, and after that game um, under Frank Lampard, he never came back into the scene. But under uh, under Tuchel, he he's been. He's been good when when he ever whenever he gets a chance he he's been solid. Um, but good for that. With Tuko taking over, yeah, yeah, go on, carry on, carry on. Yeah, with Tuko taking over, I think uh, the defense was solid. Uh, but Frank Lampard had the same problem with the uh, I think with the uh, finishing players with finishing the match off. Uh, there was times we were winning. Uh, Three nil and then uh, and full time was three all. We just gave the game away. I, I, I forgot against who it was. Um, was it Brighton? Brighton was Brom. But sorry, you, you no no. Exactly. We were we were losing three nil and then we won that game. But there was another game. I think it, um, I can't remember. That, we were like, there were too many games like that. Yeah, too that, many games. That, yeah, that three all draw that was in Lampard's yeah. time at the beginning yeah, of the yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. You lost five two to West Brom at home, though. That's where yeah, that's yeah, that, the that's new manager. Wasn't you, yeah, you conceded. One, yeah. You conceded eight goals to West Brom. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. what I was just about to say. Don't get me wrong. Thomas Tuchel is a brilliant manager, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Can can he win trophies, right? But then, obviously, that's another question. Obviously, against Leicester, he didn't. Yeah. But but. You just about then scraped into that top four. Well, you just about sealed that position. Well, right? it was because... out of our hands. He said it about Liverpool. Was it yeah. Chelsea lost yesterday, didn't they? Yesterday. Yeah, and, yeah, and they lost and if to, it wasn't, if it weren't for they lost Spurs, to Arsenal the week before, didn't they? Or something like yeah. that. Who? Chelsea. 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 They lost no, one. No, uh, last, last game was uh, Leicester. We won that. You won that. It's, yeah, it's the game before, before that, that, sorry, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, before that was Arsenal. We lost that. So out of a potential nine points, Chelsea only picked up three. Mm, yeah. And, I mean, and the Arsenal game, that was, a, that was a defensive error yeah. by Jorginho. He just passed the ball back into the net, yeah. uh, pretty but, much. I know they scored, uh, I mean, Arsenal players scored the goal, but... Yeah, yeah, but, but, but even, the... yeah but even still, that's just, okay, take that away. It's nil-nil, you know. Yeah. I mean, under Tuco, we we don't uh, we not been winning by big margins. Oh, no. uh, it's just like one goal or uh, or like that's yeah. it. That, that that's all we've been. But next year, I think it's going to be interesting because Tuco is not had a chance to get in the players yeah, he wants. It's not his team. It's not his team. It's not his team. Yeah, and then like 
uh, I mean, the, the last game we, again, Aston Villa, the setup, like, I don't think uh, we got, we got Reese James there. He'd been playing wing back under Sari, Lampard, and even Tuchel. But I don't understand why he put him back uh, playing as a, the last game of the season, playing him as a right defender uh, on, on the uh, three backs. And then Aspilicueta playing as a wing back. I don't know what's mm. that about. He, he's, he, uh, when he took on Chelsea uh, manager role, um, everyone talked about he's a tactician. He, he's got loads of tactics. And all I've seen is uh, playing three at the back, um, n- not change to four at the back or anything. Um, and, and to play and to change positions of the players where Aspilicueta, as a defender, he plays really good. Uh, not, he's not a wing back. Um, but in the sense, something I want to ask you, yeah, because I've just, I didn't realise this, and it's something that we're going to touch on later on, you know, when we talk about the Champions League final. But in their last one, two, three, four games, Chelsea, they've only won that one Leicester League game. And that yeah. was that was sort of lucky, you know. It wasn't like they smashed Leicester. Uh, yeah. yeah. Chelsea are going into this Champions League fi- final in rubbish form, yeah. whereas Man City are just smashing everyone. Yeah, and yeah. I think since since Chelsea beat City in the semi final, everyone thought you know they're going to progress. But from that game, they haven't been downhill. Yeah. No, Real Madrid. Yeah, no, no you, you when you beat when when you the league uh, game for FA Cup semi final. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 huh? yeah. So since then, it's just been like you know, it's a dress rehearsal and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah after that Man City game. People yeah. were talking about Chelsea actually challenging for the title. Yeah, yeah. Just with that as well is um, Gurvinder. We get your thoughts and feelings regarding the Champions League final. Navrat yeah. saying just wait a while because the Arsenal fan Melinda Singh has actually joined us. So can we get Arsenal's review first, Melinda Singh? Um, this season, you tell us in your words. <sighs> Not much we can say. Uh, right next. League, league, form, <laughs> league form says it all. <laughs> it was a dud. Um, typical Arsenal perform when it doesn't mean anything. Uh, season was pretty much over after Villarreal. Uh, the last few games, the players turned up and uh, we've we've done well. But that that's that's a a typical performance from us where where there's no pressure on us. We we have the so-called Pepe's of this world, and and whoever else has been hitting form can't come to come to life. But um, well, 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 you know, for seventeen, for eighteen minutes yesterday, you were in Europe, right? You know, uh, to minutes. me, it, it, it right. the, being in Europe, being in the Europa League, being wherever, it doesn't really mean much. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, we need I, a proper I, rebuild. I think so. I, mm. I think it's a, I think it's a godsend. That you're not in a conference league, to be honest with you, in my opinion. All right, because it's some kind of far off, distant. It's not even Europa League standard, right? You know, it's going to be playing teams in like out of Malta or, you know, these kind of sides who never get a game. I'm you know, I'm like really positive about it, right? Because look, think about it. Tottenham have made it. If Tottenham win it, they can always say they're the first team to ever win it. People were going on about the Europa Nations League. Yeah, we'll talk about, yeah we'll talk, everyone loved what, it. I, yeah, let's. What does it give you though? 
uh, winning that that competition, does it guarantee entry into the Europa, Europa League? League? Or yep. yeah. Europa League. Europa League. Okay. But right. it's, it's it's like the cup. It's like what the cup winners' cup used to be. Yeah. Well, they should have been. They should have just brought that back. Melinda, brought that back. That's technically what it is. It's probably the, the same thing. It's just rebranding. Uh, yeah. Melinda, Melinda, sorry, I just got a question. Right. Yeah. At in the summer, right? Despite United getting Van der Beek, Cavani, I still thought personally, even pandemic-wise, I still thought United had a poor window in the transfer window. Right. I I expected Manchester United to finish. Uh, fourth, like just about scraping. But I was jealous on two things. One was that Thiago went to Liverpool, right? And also Thomas Partey went to Arsenal. Now, Thomas Partey is probably kicking himself because Atletico Madrid won the won La Liga. <laughs> yeah. Right? And uh, you lot finished eighth, right? And he's probably thinking, you know, right? And this and the other. <laughs> but, but it's like, and you lot started off well. If I can remember, didn't you win your first three games or something like that? Yeah, it's that's it's typical illusion though. It's, no, no, but 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 again, just the season you had before, fine. Mm. It wasn't too great yet. You still won the FA Cup. FA Cup last season, um, yeah. Yeah, you still won the FA Cup. You finished that season, then you could say with a trophy, right? Uh, you could say, okay, you won the cha- did, did did you win the charity? Yeah, I can't even remember the charity shield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they won the Community Shield on penalties. So That's again, there, there, there's some form of positivity there. That look, you, you've you've won a game. You've won going against the, the, season, yeah. the the champions. You're you're going into season. I thought you had a good transfer window um, with the additions that you made. You brought Gabriel as a centre back. Obviously. Until you start playing, and at the end of the season, that's when you can properly tell what type of season you've had. But seriously, it's just, where did it go wrong? I honestly thought Arsenal would make a real push to getting top four this season, at the start of the season. Yeah, I think a lot of us us did. So, to to sum that up, I'd say, in terms of our transfer window um, at the start, I actually don't think Thomas Partey was Arteta's number one choice. I think that was a backup plan. Um, he mm-hmm. actually wanted a creative midfielder in um, Hussein Awad. You know the uh, Leon Leon kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the French one. He's a um, uh, yeah. He actually I'm... wanted him in terms of the creative spark. Um, and then we had the likes of Emil Smith Rowe that came through uh, to fill in that role. But actually that CDM position or whatever you want to call it, centre mid, box to box, that didn't actually um, get addressed from, from my opinion. I think Arsenal lacked um, the real spine of the team. So we had the, the goalkeeper, but your traditional spine in terms of your centre-backs, uh, we had Gabriel that came in, but with Gabriel, we had an inexperienced Rob Holding next to him or we'd have uh, Pablo Mari, which is, again, another relatively inexperienced. We needed someone like of a, like a commanding centre-back presence to kind of go alongside Gabriel. Um, and obviously, that David Luiz didn't work out to be that, that person. But um, I think the fact that we didn't address that, that issue um, in getting a centre-back, we had the keeper. We actually had two of the the best keepers in the league in terms of um, like how they've been. 
um, in Emmy Martinez and Bernd Leno. And um, so the keeper side was okay, but I think the drop-off in form of Aubameyang, uh, uh, coupled with Lacazette not, not hitting the expectations that were on him, Pepe having a rough start to the season, a lot of pressure being put on Bakaya Saka and uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, um, that all just kind of like, added to some of Arteta's biggest problems. And the fact that he wasn't backed by the board to get his key men, um, I think that that came back and bit him um, eventually. I've got a question I want to ask you um, in regards to Arsenal. What about Odegaard? Hmm. Yeah, he for me, he's he's a fantastic player. I don't think we'd be able to afford him um, in terms of he's one of Real Madrid's most upcoming uh, youth prospects. And uh, to kind of buy him would be a hell of a lot of money. But again, with Odegaard, I think he's one of the, the luxury players that right now we probably don't need. No. I mean, we've got talent in Joe Willock. Like, look what he's doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what I'm reluctant to see is another, uh, I think you'd probably hear it a lot from Arsenal fans, we don't want to see another Serge Gnabry. Um, someone that we've got in our ranks, someone that we know that is relatively good, but because we're at this stage in time where we need to win games, we can't dedicate our time uh, to, to youngsters because then it was showing in our league position when we're just declining, declining, declining. And right now we're at that stage where we've put some faith in some big hitters like your Aubameyang, your Lacazette, your Pepe's, and they've actually let us down. They've let Arteta down. They've let the club down. Well, you can't really say Aubameyang. He he got a bit bombarded, didn't he, with his malaria and stuff. And I think Lacazette sort of um, carried the attack for a while. Yeah, yeah. So with Aubameyang, I think he did get malaria, but... Prior to that, I don't know when the actual malaria kicked in. Um, it was January. In terms of about three in weeks, terms yeah. of with the media and the way they dropped everything uh, into it, they kind of made it look like an excuse as to why mm. his performances were so poor. So yeah, he did have a drop off in form, and even prior to that, uh, before January, I, I think he was still struggling in the league, um, um, and. Obviously, then the malaria stuff came out. Um, I yeah. think it was around about the Benfica time when we played Benfica in the Europa League. Um, after playing that game, the second leg, he he he, he turned out and said that um, he had malaria. But prior to that, he was struggling in the Europa League and in the Premier League. So, you, can't I was really... going to ask, do you think, you know, like Gurinder Singh mentioned with Chelsea, last year... They had their transfer ban and they built the team again, which into like a fairly decent team. With Arsenal not getting any European football, and you've mentioned like getting the youngsters through, do you think this could be an excuse to blood maybe some of the youngsters, focus on the cups, you know, like your domestic cups, get the youngsters blooded, get them through, maybe by one or two more key players, like you said, a central defender. Do you think that's a suitable strategy for Arsenal or do you think they just need to splash the cash and have an overhaul? I think it's easy to say that we need to splash the cash. Um, I think it was 
good for Chelsea and and when they had the stadium ban you you uh, sorry not the stadium ban the transfer ban uh, where you had the likes of Mason Mount um, your yeah. Tammy Abrahams and stuff who, who who came out as a result of that like these players Reese James they wouldn't have even got a look in in the side yeah. you would have had players like Aspilicueta that were miles ahead of these people but um, having that and having that kind of onus on the youngsters like like I said previously with Ozil and the whole situation having players like Emil um, Bukayo Saka which many Arsenal fans had their reservations about um, when we gave him a run in the side it, it made a massive difference um, I think this next year is important for Arteta I think honestly if if the board do back him this year and keep him he's going to be under a lot of pressure in terms of delivering that league position, especially if he's not got the European football to back him up. And it's going to really hit him in terms of his transfer budget, not having that. Um, I don't think like with sponsorship deals and, and whatnot, TV revenue, um, he's going to be on a limited budget uh, with what he can get and not having that pull power. Like we're not, a, a dare I say, it, a Manchester United that can pull people into the club without that European football. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a struggle um, in terms of getting who we want. Um, if we can entice the players like the Hussein Awas or, or whoever, like that would be great. But um, yeah, it's going to be a difficult one. Thank you, Melinda. We'll be covering a lot about all the teams, including Arsenal, about what they do with the activity in the summer. A lot to move on to Navrad saying now, season review of Manchester United. As we know that in two days' time, we've got a big European final. But just before that, just your review and thoughts and feelings about Manchester United season. Well, Balraj has just told me I've only got two minutes after taking 20 himself. <laughs> right? But, uh... <laughs> All right. As a, as a United fan, it's difficult in some sense to up the jar. Well, it's not difficult, but our season's not really over yet, you know. Um, but as far as I suppose, the, and, I, and I think that what happens on Wednesday will probably be the, will make up my mind how the season went, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Now, when we started this season, I was a bit apprehensive. I was nervous. I was thinking, well, look, what I did expect, top four finish, bottom line. I thought we were more than good enough for top four. Right, I really? got that. Yep. Uh, uh, see, see, that's the thing. I thought we would so, just scrape in. But obviously, not, I got proved wrong. <laughs> no, because if you look at the... If for me, the, if I thought if we look at the competition, yeah. right, uh, for the top four battle, right, I didn't think... Right, you know, I, I didn't... I looked at Spurs and I thought they haven't really spent a lot. Arsenal didn't really worry me. I'm sorry, I don't mean no, no pun intended. Right. Um... And, and, and then I thought, you know, top four, top three, maybe, you know, we should be there about fighting. Chelsea, yeah, obviously, they bought an experienced centre-half and one or two really good German signings. And I thought, you know, they, they'd probably maybe express themselves a lot more. But obviously, it hasn't worked out that way. You know, and we bought Cavani. I thought that was a, a shrewd bit of signing by, by, um, by Ole, especially in the COVID year. You knew every transfer market was going to be a bit condensed and a bit tight with the money and stuff, so forth. So at the but, start of the season, if, yeah. if I'd have said to you, United had finished second yep. and be in a European final, yep. would you have been happy? 
Hundred percent. That I didn't expect anything more. I was gonna, I was gonna get to that, right? Yeah? yeah. At the start of the season, I thought the best we're gonna do, right? Yeah, is second, right? Yeah, or t- t- top two. I didn't think we we're gonna win it. Challenging. But, but, yeah, challenge. Well, we challenged up to January. I think everybody yeah. challenged up to January, right? But after that, City just went off in the distance. Yeah. All right. But um, but ultimately, I thought you know we can get the top. We can get the top two. We fight it out, right? I didn't think Liverpool were gonna fall away that badly as, as they did. Did anyway, but they did. That's that's fate. That's that's what happens, I suppose. But um, and then uh, but then then you know I saw the preseason. We had what what three weeks between our last game, the semi final, and uh, our first game, and we hadn't had one preseason friendly a few days before the. And I and I thought, oh, this is going to be a tough start. And we did. We had Tottenham and all these other teams. Shelf. You know, I think we are. I can't remember. No, I'm not Sheffield, but we had a uh, Crystal Palace. Always the top side to play, you know. And, um, and sure enough, made a bad start. And and you then you worry. You think you know. Mm. But you know what? I always had faith. I was never one of these Ole out. Or I thought you know what? I'm I'm a glass half full kind of guy because I can see what 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 he's doing. Right? I can see the shift in the team mentality, the shift in the team's background being changed. And I'm thinking, yeah, he can come along. A big name manager buy splash the cash, get some big na- big name players in, and start making a difference straight away. But what good is that going to do us in three years' time or four years' time? What Ole is doing, he's starting from the basics. He started from the youth team, and all our youth teams are doing very well at the moment. In the under 23s, our youth teams are coming through. Uh, an amazing stat I heard today as well: since 1939, United have given have fielded 240 have given 243 graduates their first team debuts. And that's an amazing figure. 50% of Man United graduates make it to play for Man United. 50%, there's no other club in this country that has the same ratio of youngsters, right, to, to the first team stars. And Ole has progressed that this season. The amount of youngsters he bred in last season, the youngest Premier League side in history, you know, and uh, got to three semi-finals, right, and made the top three. Right, and when I thought it was in his first full season, I thought it was a pretty good thing. You know, people can have a little media joke, three semi-finals and joker and all that kind of stuff, but that's nonsense. You know, they played some good sides in the semi-finals. They played Seville, who were Europa League, Europa League specialist. They played Chelsea in one of the semi-finals. And they played City in the other one, right, you know? And we had a very young side. So ultimately, we got our aims last. This season's aim was to improve from last season and try and win something. And that's where we're at. You know, I, I was... You know, obviously, we, could, we all wish we could buy all the Ronaldos and the Messis every season, but that's just not going to happen. I was disappointed that Sancho, I think, didn't go through, but I'm hopeful. You know, I know they've got an agreement with the player already that, that, that may possibly push through this season, you know, and uh, with a few more additions that, that, that happen. And I'm hopeful for uh, Wednesday that if we do get over the line at the end of the day, people can laugh at Villarreal, their first final. But you know what? They're a good side. If we if, they beat uh, the nearly beat Madrid on a must-win game for Madrid, right? Uh, Last two minutes, 88th minute and 89th minute, they got the winner. I mean, Villarreal are going to be a tough team to break down, right? You know, and it's going to be a tight, tight yeah. game. You know, so no, just move, j- j- just obviously moving on to that, um, mm. uh, the European finals as well. Mm. Um, <sighs> Maguire, right? Uh, it looks like he's a major doubt. Uh, he has travelled. Will he play? I personally don't think so. Yep, he will be a big miss. But then it's also, I don't, okay, this is what I, I see with Oli. 
He backs uh, Scott McTominay and Fred. Mm. But I don't know. I I really hope both of them two don't start. Yeah, you do. Like one of the two, one of the two can start. Like this is just my personal opinion. I can yeah. see like why he's backed them. But just- I think in a in a final, right? You you gotta go with Pogba and one of them. Jax Pataki, I, I, I agree with you. And I, uh, the quality is the trouble we're having at United this season is the balance that That's we right. haven't really got. Uh, I mean, people say Liverpool have lost uh, Gomez, they've lost Van der Sar. Listen, we, we've lost four defenders by losing just one Maguire, right? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it is simple as that, right? Because at the end of the day, Bailly is such an injury-prone player. Lindelof is average at best, right? Tuanzebi. You know, he had a brilliant game against Pierre. He had, he had uh, what's his name? Um, PSG player, what's his name? The, Neymar, uh, Mbappe. Mbappe in his pocket in that game at PSG, right? But that, that, that's his peak. You know, you, you don't know what you're going to get from him. And he's still a youngster, to be fair to him, right, you know? And uh, without Maguire, in the last two weeks, you've seen that, you know, our performances defensively have not been up to scratch. You know, yeah. and that, that's, that's why we have to then play in midfield, Right, both of them. uh, Both of them. Uh, Both of us are maybe biggest fans of. uh, of McTominay is probably a great squad player, right? Mm. You know, Fred is a great is a great person to put on the transfer list, right? Yeah, but (laughs) you know, ultimately, (laughs) but ultimately, you know, you can only deal with the things that you got. Now that's why Pogba, he's being played on the left so much, even though he probably make a difference. But the one of the reasons why we have improved defensive this season is because of playing those two in that position so often. Yeah. And you think uh, Pogba has a, a, a bit of a, another side to him where he has a mistake in him? I know he's, he's made that mistake against Spurs uh, where he gave away a penalty, did the same thing against Arsenal. Uh, yeah. Do you think in a cup final you could afford to play someone like Pogba that oh, yeah. may get a bit lazy on the defensive no, no. side? That's thing is, the thing is, his mistakes are few and far between <laughs> He's, no, his mistakes are few and far between. I mean, but sometimes he does get caught in the ball sometimes or tries to do a step over when he shouldn't be, right, yeah. you know? Yeah. But uh, Mel- you raise a good point though, Melinder. Yeah. Garke, like, I, I get that feeling. If he loses the ball, it, it, he, he's not that Pogba of like three, four years ago or, or like, or, or that one that we get at France sometimes. But I'm not going to lie, since he's come back from his injury... He's a big player, yeah. yeah. He, he's a big player. I think United are persistent in playing that playing out of the back football, and you I'm not a fan of it. You can't have a pivot of McTominay and Fred. Uh, no. Fred, like watching him a few weeks back and trying to see him play out through the back, it was shocking. <laughs> um, he lost the ball constantly, and I can't believe the manager didn't take him off by half time, like yeah. after mm. he. He had made countless number of mistakes. Did he even get a red card at, at one point? Because PSG he gave away. Cost us yeah, the game. yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, if you're persistently gonna try and play that, you have to have Pogba there. You can't have McTominay and Pogba there. Uh, uh, sorry, and Fred there. You need to have someone that's mm. gonna accept the ball, turn with it, and spin and play it out to. The yeah, you need someone or... comfortable on the ball. Who's, Fred who's is got the, who's got a touch, and yeah. Yeah, but, but I, th- I, th- I think Ole knows that. I think everyone knows that, right? It's no big secret. But one thing Fred is good at, his only quality is, is tackling. Tackling right, the ball know? down. 
Pitbull is, is, style. He's getting, you know, he'll get at your ankles. He's a Staffordshire Bull Terry in the midfield. Right, you know, he'll, yeah. get, he'll get your ankles. He'll get, he'll, he won't get your ankles. He's not a dirty player, but he'll, he'll definitely get the ball off you. All right. Difficult and, Virginian, I, actually, I wouldn't mind it? if he was a dirty player. At least then he's doing something. He's showing something. But, <laughs> right, you know. But, uh, he's like that Fernando Fernandinho type player. Like, they all, they all like, got that pit ball in them, innit? Yeah. When they, yeah. they chase the ball down. I mean, yeah. It's good if you're going to be chasing the game. But one thing I'll tell you, um, watching Villarreal play and, and whatnot, and even how they played against us, they will press you high up the pitch. Mm. And if you Make if you try and play yeah. out through the back, they will punish you and they will counter-attack you. They will happily sit back, four banks of four. They'll literally camp in their own half and hit you on the counter. And if you're not prepared for that, that's mm. when you're going to be uh, most in trouble and Fred is a kind of player where United would sit back you, and you rely on Fred to win the ball back for you kind of thing that's where I think he flourishes I don't think he's a type of player where United are obviously going to have the onus to, to come and play in that final they're obviously the strong favourites and uh, you'll see a lot of possession under United but I don't think they're going to they're going to have any merit in him Kind of playing it out to the back. I think that's. Going I to think be it's going dangerous. to come down to nerve this final. Who's yeah, got the nerve? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to come on to. Is Navrat saying I asked you this question when um, we, we we just won the semi final? Are you confident for the final? But obviously, moving forward yeah. with Maguire's injury, and obviously it's the week of the final. Your nerves do tend to kick in just a little bit, even as a fan. No, right. they do. You do. You start. You start thinking of the negatives and the doubts and stuff like that. You know, Maguire yeah. and, and so forth. But I still feel confident. That's mm. not a cockiness, overconfident kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we we sh- we, not, we have enough we, to get over the we line. We still have yeah. Man United. We play. We play against two banks of four every week in week out in the Premier League, right? Mm. You know. I do mean, you think? I, do you think he should start with Greenwood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because. But, but- Go, even, go on, even, no, go on. even if he plays Pogba on the left-hand side. And Pogba does play well, though. No, don't get me wrong. He has played well on the left-hand side for the last month or so. He's been playing there. But accommodating Rashford on the right-hand side isn't the answer for him because I still think Greenwood plays better on the right than a Rashford does on the right. No yeah. matter how good Rashford is on the left, he's not the same on the right. Right, you know? And... So that's would my you, only concern. Because would I you think, play like then a front three, then Cavani, Rashford, and Greenwood? And I would go, play, yeah. go for the go for the jugular. I would. Yeah. Or I, would you play a bit, maybe a bit more um, conservative, let's say, and bring Greenwood on later on in the game? I think. I think later on in the game. No, I think we should, we need to start. Uh, go from the start. Go from the start. Go for it. Because at the end of the day, like like Melinda correctly said, they can play the two. An early goal will change the dimension of the whole thing. Right, you know, an early goal, we'll, they will have to come out. Then we'll keep possession, not a problem. If they don't want to come out, that's fine. Right, you know, that'll take the pressure off us, you know, and we'll just keep the ball, right, prod and poke, see what happens, see what comes of it. Right, you know, but at the same time, on the, on the bench, you know, we still have players like Mata, who's a brain box, you know, if, who, who will, who can unlock uh, and things like that. He's not got a lot of pace, but if you're playing against a side that's defending, then the pace don't really come into it too much. Right, you know, it's yeah. more about brain than it is the creativity. Yeah. You know, creativity. Yeah. You know, so there, there is, there is that, and you have James as well. I'm not James; is is a speed merchant, right? You know, and uh, so if you have to have an, add another dimension to, to to your team, you know, 
there, there is that as well. I mean, there's we talks of him of leaving. Is that true? You yeah, think? possibly. Park exchange. Surprise we'll, me. we'll see what happens. But before we move on to the... You're going Leicester, aren't it? <laughs> now, before we move on, before we move on to the Champions League final, can we just get everyone's prediction for the Europa League final? Uh, a score, please, from everyone. Uh, Navrad Singh, I'll come to you last. Yeah. Yeah. If I go Brad Singh first. Um, I genuinely think it's going to be a tight game. I don't think it's going to be open, like really high scoring. And when it's like that, it could be 1-0 either way. A 1-1, go to extra time, penalties. For me, it's too hard to call. But I'm going to use my heart over my head. <laughs> Here we go. Navrad <laughs> <laughs> Singh knows what's coming. Uh, <laughs> no, genuinely, I think... I think Man U will probably just have enough to win the final. But I think it's going to be tight. Yeah. 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 Prediction? Oh, yeah. Prediction, let's just say 1 0. It's going to okay. be by one goal, whoever wins it. I don't see like a 3 4 0. I'll be surprised if it is. And. It'd be a good game if it is. Yeah, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if it's three, four nil to Villarreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. We, I think we, the only way that will happen is if United score early, and they have to come out. See, I'm even wearing yellow. The stars supporting Villarreal today. <laughs> yellow something. <else. laughs> I think. Um, good uh, I think it's going to be a tight game, like uh, uh, Bernard Singh said as well. Um, I probably think uh, United probably will win that game. Um, just, just the, how big the squad is, and um, it, not the squad, the club is always like uh, you guys won it before, is all, and and the other teams. Yeah, United, dogs, United have been in finals, haven't they? They've, yeah, they've experienced it before. Whereas this is Villarreal's first. Can yeah, something. Final, it's experience in it. Like the, 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 there's yeah. only there's, there's only four players in the whole squad that was played the last Europa League final. Yeah, no, but it's not but that. The, it's as the, as it's the club, club in it. It's, yeah, it's the history. There in the background. Yeah, yeah like uh, it's a United. Uh, that, whereas... that that can also work against them, like in terms of pressure as well. Yeah, remember, yeah. remember, this is Ole's first final, and let's be well, honest, Ole, Ole, Ole and the players. It's also Unai's. Like he's a specialist in that uh, in yeah. that club uh, competition. Uh, he's won it how many times? I think uh, would four the, times. I think yeah. Seville. Three times at least, yeah. Yeah, three, four times, and he's a specialist in that, so it's going to be tight. But I'm going for United winning it. Score? Um, probably two nil. Two nil in ninety minutes. Yeah, ninety minutes, no extra time. Here you go, Melinda. I think uh, it's going to start off a bit nervy, um, but I think United will have enough quality in there to kind of see themselves over the line. Um, I think probably first half goal, followed by maybe a couple after. I'm actually backing them probably, I'd say, 3-1 or maybe 3-0. I think um, they've got enough in their tank to to kind of um, like play them out of the park. Uh, they're, they're missing their best player. I, I don't know if you remember a few podcasts ago, I... I mentioned that dangerous right winger, um, yeah. and uh, he, he's a major doubt for the final. Um, and he was kind of their heart and soul in terms of the attacking front. Um, but no, Santi Cazorla hat trick. 
No, he's left them, isn't it? Has he left? Yeah. Oh, no, man. Retired. Uh, yeah, so I'll probably say 3-1. I'd go. Navrat think. Think, why go against the season? In true United fashion, we'll go <laughs> one, we'll be 1-0 one down the first half and second half we'll, we'll, we'll get to 2-1 to United. I, I, I'm going to go for the same scoreline. Um, and I reckon... We'll score the winner in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I hope so. And then <laughs> okay, the, Ollie, Ollie off the bench. And, no, no, no. But, <laughs> but, you know what the commentator is going to say at the end if we win. He's just going to say, yeah, and Solskjaer has won it. That's all he's going to say. <laughs> They're getting that line ready. You know that. <laughs> Literally tell you this. If you go one down at any point, you've yeah. lost that final. Do you think so? If, if at any I, point you go down. I think we play a lot better when we go 1-0 yeah. down. I know, but they're defensive. And, and, they're a defensive unit, and but, if they've got that little thing to like that little thread to latch onto, they will latch onto it. Any I, type I know, of I know. I've said United are going to win it, but um, it's European VAR. It's European VAR, so they won't get <laughs> them um, Bruno penalties. <laughs> oh, Bruno will score a penalty that day. Yeah. Are you are you calling well, it now? Is it already been written down? Yeah, already been made. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Definitely. If we get a penalty, Bruno's putting that away. I'm gonna say sure. now, you don't, you don't win the game if you, if you, if you take, uh, if you, if you don't take the lead. If if uh, Villarreal take the lead, you don't win the game. Well, we'll we'll find out. But then there's another final which will take place on but, Saturday. But, sorry, can I just just quickly on that on that last point? Garden, Garden, Garden. I agree with you to a point, but I think if Villarreal are one nil up with ten minutes to go, never been in the final before. Will their nerves kick in? Nah. Here you go. I don't think so. So another final that we're looking forward to as well will be on Saturday. Not in Istanbul. It's in Porto. And that's between Man City and Chelsea. Gurvarinder, <laughs> I'm going to come to you first. You, you, you lost the FA Cup final. You needed other results to get you into the top four. But yeah. Tuchel's done. Tuchel has beaten Pep twice in his reign at Chelsea already, once in the FA Cup and then once at the Etihad. Can you win this? Will you win it? Uh, it's a difficult one. We're not playing, we're not playing uh, any good football at the moment. Like last, last three, four games after, after that FA Cup final, even before that, I think we lost, uh, yeah, since we lost to Arsenal, um, there's been so much tactical changes by um, Tuchel. Um, it's uh, it's like he's trying to he's trying to do preseason or something like trying to find the best team. I know we don't have um, well Chelsea's goal shy at the moment. That's that's hundred um, percent. Our our uh, Premier League top scorer is Jorginho, and all his goals are from penalties, and that's seven goals. That that says a lot. Uh, I thought it's um uh, Tammy. Tammy in uh in all, That's all competitions. All, all competitions, oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but for for Premier League is Jorginho. It, it, we, we, can we, I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Sorry. Obviously, you remember the final of was it 2012 when you beat Bayern Munich? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You had, Were you? 
going into this final, are you more nervous going into this final rather than the final back in 2012 when you were playing Bayern Munich at, at their home patch? Do you know... That or is was, it the same? Nah, that, that was more... The, that was more ne- like nervous, I think. Like, that's so, your first, isn't it? Yeah, that's the your first. Uh, is always the most yeah, nervous. We lost it. We lost it before that as well against United. Uh, John Terry, that slip against. Oh United. yeah, that was brilliant. That brilliant. was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Um, we that game. Uh, we bought. Uh, we I think we played. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you know. Um, what's his what's his name? That uh, left back. He said uh, Bertrand. Bertrand. Bertrand, yeah, that was his first. Yeah. I think that was his first game, because uh, Ashley Cole was uh, out, he because uh, of yellow cards or something. He's not a bad player though, Bertrand. He's yeah, he's not. He's definitely a good player. Yeah, he, he did well, and I, I think we had uh, uh, John Terry was out from that match as well uh, because of a red card against uh, Barcelona match before. Uh, against right. Messi. Oh, yeah, yeah. The back. Oh, that's right. He got changed his kit to pick up the trophy. Yeah. Pick up the trophy. Everyone took the Mickey out, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. We, we, um, there, there was loads of injuries. I think we had like, uh, Bertrand, he, he, that was the first game he played. Um, uh, that was a funny season as well. I think AVB got sacked and then Di Matteo came in as an interim manager. Oh, my God. On a, the leaders. You know you what? Leaders, it was very similar to this season. Yeah, it was very it similar was. to this season. Well, the the only time... difference is that you just didn't win the FA Cup this season, and yeah, that yeah, season yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah, FA Cup. Uh, is, how many leaders do you have that were in comparison to the Drogba and Frank Lampards of that world? Yeah. How many true. leaders can you say you have now that would hold a candle to John Terry, Lampard, and Drogba? And check. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well. and check. Yeah, you, you had a solid spine there, right? Yeah, we, of of leaders. Yeah. Well, Drogba showed his leadership later on me by getting sent off. Who who would you say <laughs> like now you, your backs are against the wall? You've got Man City, which by far are the favourites in this final. Um, but who would you say now if you go down one nil, who's going to grab the game by the scuff of its neck from a Chelsea perspective? Like who will who will rile the team? to kind of say, hang on a minute, you're in a cup final here. This is the Champions League final. We need to fix up and, and play the game how we've been playing the game previously. Shall, yeah. I, shall I? Who's going to do that for you I, guys? I think, Kante? I, Kante nah, nah, I don't know about Kante. He's, he's, not, he's, not, that, he, he's yeah. not that kind of player where he will tell everyone to like... He's a you, you know him. He's like a smiley Follow guy, him. happy happy guy. Um, <laughs> but but, but uh, no, I think not he, only that, he, Thiago Silva maybe. Yeah. Um, because yeah, he yeah. he's um he he's been a he's he's been in the final and he's a leader. Um, that that's why Good we got him because he's he, yeah. Good Valinder, hang on. You say that. Don't get me wrong. Thiago Silva is passionate. He's vocal, but Kante as well. Just his performance and how he tackles, how he carries the ball. That's body language right there. Yeah, he yeah. I mean he will show his leadership by doing his like work in it, like playing play, uh, playing on the pitch. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he's like uh, think like outspoken um telling people to do where to be and stuff. He's not that kind of player. Uh Mount I think is one thing though, no, that's what I was gonna say. Mount and the youngsters, um I think there's going to be more 
drive and passion within the youngsters potentially. You know, like what you're talking about, Kante running the pitch, running around, getting those tackles in and stuff. Yeah. I was going to mention Mason Mount as well, Hannah. Um, these guys are going to go, they're going to go all hell for leather, isn't it? Basically. No fair. Do you know There's another a, thing which it's I it's find. The future, it's the future you said already yeah. in the back. You already said Man City are the favourites. So, you know, it's for it's for them to lose, basically. And I think Chelsea will go all out on this. The yeah. youngster, you know, go Listen, out. Let's not forget Chelsea have beaten City twice in the last, what, yeah. six weeks? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the, and... And, it's at that, and it wasn't a half-hearted City. It was still City trying to get to a final of FA Cup. City is still trying to wrap up the league, right? You know, mm. kind of, uh, uh, you know, so. Yeah. yeah you got to, that's, that's. It's, it's all down. I think it's all down to the setup. If if Tuchel does his uh, dodgy tactics again, where he's playing Aspilicueta as a wing back and, uh, and playing, I'm, um, uh, playing <laughs> Kepa in goal, uh, we definitely 100% need uh, Mendy in goal. Um, Do you know uh, that, that with this final, something that people haven't really talked about, and it's just dawned on me a little bit. This is like you've got Mason Mount on one side, you've got Phil Foden on the other side. This is basically the future of England. Yeah. Do you know playing against each other in the final? Do, mm. do you guys? See either of them, if um, maybe both of them, but stepping up and making it their final. Do you, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no. So it'd be like the Foden final or the Mason Mount final. No, it's a, it's it's the, a, the occasional uh, overwhelm both of them. So Mason Mount, I think he's a bit older, but I've seen a picture of uh, Chelsea Instagram. They put up a picture of when uh, Foden and Rhys James they were playing uh, uh, against, um, like the league, uh, like when they were proper young, I think they probably like yeah. in the... Uh, when they were kids, key, weren't they? When they were kids, they put up a picture. And then I think the Reese James shared it as well, like, here we go, like uh, we meet again, like in the final, this time in the final kind of thing. So they 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 know each other from youth days playing against uh, City and Chelsea youth clubs. So there's that, the, the build-up uh, there between the youth players... Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it, all I'm saying is Tuchel, he needs to get his uh, tactics uh, right. I know he's a master of tactician, but recently he's, he's, uh, uh, he's not shown it. It's been... The thing is, though, Man City are desperate to win this trophy. Yeah. They're, they're so <laughs> desperate that that could go against them. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the one that Pep's Hopefully. after. It's what the Saudis are after. It's Hopefully. what... Um, I'll, look, I'll, I'm just gonna. Got here. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna say it. I reckon Chelsea are gonna win the final. I think Chelsea will. Win. I do. I, I, I because hope, I hope as well, and yeah. I think they will. Yeah, hold, the hold thing close. is, Gerv, we're with you. I agree with you. Yeah, just, just not wearing Chelsea shirts or anything like that, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just wear blue the star, huh? <laughs> and that'll be it. Oh, this yeah. is it. See, this is it. this is oil money versus Arab money, right? Yeah. Who do you want to win? And I, and I, you know, I'll probably go for. I think I think Chelsea are going to be the best sporting club in the world on Friday, on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's, so. it's, I, uh, I think Man City, purely because of artificial foundation, too much, too much money they've got. Right, you know, buying up clubs in yeah. every league. Do you know? Oh. 
Well, it's, it's just that it's not just that. I mean, I know it sounds like bitter grapes, isn't it? But sour, sour grapes or whatever you call it. But at the same time, who can go out and, in this special time and age, buy two world class players in every position and, and pay them the best wages that never exactly. highest wage, wage bill? Mm-hmm. Nobody can. But the thing see. is, right? We, we've all grown up in England, yeah. Yeah. and in England, we love an underdog, don't we? And yeah. in this final, Chelsea are the underdog. Yeah. 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 You know, um, so I, I, everyone, if, I think if, everybody wants Chelsea to win. David Man City. Yeah. Do you, do you guys know what happened after Chelsea won the Champions League last time? You know, like uh, we signed the best player in Europe Hazard. and the rest, the rest is history. <laughs> no, no, you know, you know, you know, you're right. Uh, if, you, if, you hadn't won the, if you hadn't won it that season, he wouldn't have come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was out yeah, uh, of Europe. He was, he was fifth or sixth in the league that season. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? But um, just on that, should we get some predictions in? Yep, let's do it. I, I, right. How do you how do you think um, uh, before we start the prediction? How do you think Chelsea will counteract that that Mares and Foden threat? I think that's an interesting one. Do they go three back or four back? Injure one uh, of them. Uh, <laughs> Take them honestly, early. Um, against no, Bernardo Silva as well. They, they they end up loading the flanks. They do, but two I, on I, that I, side. I th- I think one of the one of the things against City is you know if you start chasing their players in midfield right yet yeah, you've lost. Yeah. Because that's what they want. They play the ball, kick the ball. They don't want you to draw you out. Yeah. Just know your area, stand your ground, right? Yeah. And okay, yeah. you have the ball. You can't do nothing with it. Yeah, over there. You have to be disciplined. Right, yeah? you do so have you to be go over there. You want them ball by the semicircle in the middle, middle of the. You keep it there. Not a problem. But I'm not coming out to you. Yeah. Right. You know. You've got to be disciplined. Keep your mid- midfield and defense. Got to talk to each other. Right, you know, and I tell you straight, if Ole's been City more times than he's lost them uh, of, of the last two and a half years. Right, you know, you know if, you, if you rattle, if you so, rattle City early yeah, on, yeah, um, not just by going in hard, yeah. but actually attacking them, yeah, yeah, they don't like it. Yeah. Don't like, it's, it's how Liverpool beat them like a few years ago. They yeah. play a high yeah. line. You've got as to well. remember, like your Mares's, yeah, your, your Fordens, yeah. your Sterlings. These yeah. are all like players that have not been there before. Absolutely. Do you know? But um, you. You make a good point, but I'd say because it's that documentary, um, All or Nothing, when they followed Man City. Yeah. And in that, Pep, you know, it's recorded. And like that is when they lost the semi final to uh, Liverpool. Yeah. And Pep said it. He goes, Liverpool's front line, their pace absolutely frightens me. And you can tell that Ollie's used exactly the same tactics and how he's played is literally, that's. That gap that City lead, then leave between their defenders and the midfielders, yep. which yeah. is then exploited by your attackers. And if you got pace, you can do it because how yeah. Ole's done and it. Chelsea do. And Chelsea all got grief, Werner. Yeah, all the yeah. grief that Werner gets, yeah. he still creates quite a bit. Yeah. He gets He'll into score. the places. And, He'll score in the final watch. You know what? Werner hat trick. Nah, that's Man, not a hat trick. He'll score. He'll score. He'll Good. score, you know. What? He'll if, score. If, 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 if Chelsea said disciplined, yeah, yeah. If Chelsea stay disciplined, he's going to get the, the IC. And I'm, uh, this is a prediction. I reckon Werner will run at the City defence at least twice in the game and get behind them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether they score from it or not is a different matter. Yeah. But he'll, he'll cause right them problems. Because that's how he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll cause them problems. So let's get some predictions in then. I reckon extra time. 2 1, 4 5, 6 2 1. One score the, uh, the winner. Just say well, two one. You've got lines breaking up. It's two one. Did you say two one? Two one. 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 Two one
With Werner to score, Werner to score the winner now. Oh, How, okay, sorry, sorry. You, your voice is crack, breaking up. So, yeah. Um, I'll go next. I'll, I'll, I'll say it'll be an open game. I think it could be a three-two to Chelsea. Oh, um, I, I can see two. goals in this wow. game. I can see goals with Werner scoring the winner. City play. If Chelsea, like I say, stay a bit disciplined, they can get out of City as well. So, yeah, 3-2 Chelsea. I'm going to go for a 2-1. I think City will score. All right? Yeah. But but I think Chelsea will get them on the counter. All right? Maybe maybe the second half uh, with a winner, winner later on. But I, I, or even extra time. But I see, Chelsea, I see uh, Chelsea being rattled. I think if you... If Chelsea keep a disciplined first half, right, know their game, then City would have to change something themselves in the second to, to try and contract that. And they do it very well, but then Chelsea, I'm sure, will do their own little tweaks here on there. But I just think, I think Chelsea to sneak it 2 1. Melinder? I think, uh, sorry, Gov, but I don't see Chelsea scoring in this. Um, I think. City will just have too much quality. I think I'm going to say Aguero to score his fairy tale ending late on. I would say Man City 3 0. Yeah. I, Do you know I, I think, awesome? I, I I think we found a Man City fan for, uh, yeah. for the podcast. For the I, don't think, I don't think Aguero's going to start. Do you know he I won't think, start. That's yeah. what I said at the end. Fairy tale ending. It'll be, it'll be, it'll He's going to score one. late. It'll be 2 1. Aguero will come on like 80th, 89th minute. He'll score, score to equalize. It'll be the Aguero. Oh. Give it all that, and then, and then VAR. Werner, then Werner will score the winner. <laughs> <laughs> really no, it'll be VAR. Ah. It'll be VAR. Aguero will come on when the game's dead and buried. City are going to be a bit comfortable. Two 0 like five to ten minutes to go. They're going to bring Aguero on. Give him, give, give him, him a good bye. Yeah, give him a good bye. Give him that medal. We need to. Um, if there's any Man City fans out there, we need to do a sing zone. With Gorinder Singh and a Man City, yeah. that has to go good on. luck with that. You, you're doing lottery numbers as well this weekend, then. Good <laughs> <laughs> Gorinder, nice. we'll, hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll come to you last year. I reckon Chelsea will win. Uh, two one, three one, ten one, two one. I'll go. I'll go two one. I'll go two one. And um, you lot will start playing properly in the second half. I reckon. I reckon Man City will dominate yeah. the first half. Yeah. Is that added time? That's what I was saying, Zolia. Uh, yeah, they'll win it in 90 minutes. They'll win it in 90 minutes. No one's Not going out time. of time. No one's going nah. nil-nil. No, no, no. No, this game ain't going to happen nil-nil. Nah, yeah. this, this City is City don't do nil-nil. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, Gurvrinder might even have penalties in his prediction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I was going to say that. So I think it's going to be 1 1. Yeah, it's Chelsea is not a high scoring team at the moment. They, they just like one goal, whatnot, but they defend well. So if they if they uh, it's gonna be one one I think, and then it's gonna go into penalties and then and then uh, it's just gonna be who whoever. Well, John uh, Terry's not playing, so the standard chance. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, yeah. don't worry, he'll he'll still turn up in his kit. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, he'll be there. <laughs> he's well, uh, yeah. But, but Chelsea, I, I, Chelsea I, I don't know. I, out, don't they? Yeah. It's gonna it, it went. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna go into penalties, and then. Um, I don't know who's gonna win. Who, who gets you that goal? 
Jorginho. <laughs> <laughs> but Kai Havertz. Who would you even play up front? I, I don't even it's know. It's Giroud, Giroud, Tammy Abraham, and then uh, Timo Werner. Kai Havertz is the midfielder, but he was used. Uh, playing false nine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's been playing as a striker. Um, who else? Mindy, Mindy saves a penalty and scores Hud- a penalty. Hudson Adoy. Mindy. <laughs> so yeah. you, you'd go with Giroud over. Um, a starting Werner oh, use, oh uh well you see no. if it's going to extra if it's going to extra time and penalties you don't know what substitutions would have been made because like you might bring on like takers don't you yeah I think you're allowed five subs and if it goes to extra time are you allowed another one uh not I sure. can't remember. Well, well, we'll find out, isn't it? If it if it does go to extra time, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, good luck, Gov. You know, I, right. I I really want you guys to win that. <laughs> I think yeah. I think we are the underdogs, and everyone wants to. Uh, everyone will uh, support the <laughs> underdog team, oh, in Aji, Aji, we're watching the cinema screen at the back. <laughs> Sorry, Ajo. <laughs> That's what I was saying to Jagmoon as well. So moving on, before uh, obviously the. Play, uh, the 26-man England squad will be the last thing on our agenda. Just quickly, just what we want to touch upon is player of the season. Um, obviously, I think uh, it was the Man City centre-back that won it, wasn't it? Ruben Diaz. Yes, it was. Yeah, quality player. Um, what, uh, uh, this is his uh, first season in the Premier League as well? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you could tell Man City were very flat last season uh, mm. when they lost Vincent Company and they didn't replace him. Well, um, no, and they, they, they had Laporte, but the trouble with Laporte was he was injury. injured the whole season. He got that ACL injury. Yeah, that's that, it. That, that's the thing, though, is that partnership that Diaz and Stones then made together, mm. um, do you think that just won in the league? Yeah. Because they were so good then, um, you know, conceding... I don't even know what the stats was, but it's something ridiculous that they had so many, like, clean sheets. Don't get me wrong... They've got a good, decent keeper behind them. But like, again, it's that, it's that centre-back partnership as well that also wins you titles. But yeah. does anyone think that someone else should have won um, player of the season? You had Bruno Fernandes. Um, and uh, for me, who, else was, who else was in the shortlist? Or, do you know, for me, a player you of put the Salah season in there? should always sure. be, you know, like an attacking player. That's just me. Mm. You've got to be really special as a defender or a goalkeeper to win it. And mm. to be honest with you, I don't think... I, that that surprised me that Diaz yeah. got it. I mean, he's had a good season, but has he been like a really standout compared to everyone else this season? No, well, because, but, you know, I have but to... Han- I thought Van Dijk won it two years back, didn't he? Yeah, he when did. City yeah, won he the league. Exactly, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. It was, it was, it was just sensational. You, and then, I mean, you have to have a really sensational season. And yeah, De Bruyne no, no. won it last season. So did he. So no, he, listen, he won. Van Dijk didn't win it last season. No, no, Van Dijk won it the season before. Season before. before well, the, European, yeah. the European season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, but then didn't he join in January in that season? No, no, no. He joined January the season before. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That case, you've got to give it to thing. Jordan did Pickford. Did you say... derailed Liverpool season. That's it. <laughs> you, you, you took the words out of my mouth, man. No point coming to me now, Jigmund, is there? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, 
Well, just saying Pickford's name, I just got a feeling Bernard Singh hasn't named him in his 26-man England squad. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll come to him in a minute anyway. But something that Melinda Singh said a little bit um, ago, Salah has had an amazing season. Kane, right, look. I'd, I'd go even with though, Son. Even though Kane's had a better season in a worse Son. side. Kane or Son? Nah, Son. for me, Son, Son up Son until this last three quarters, up until this last three quarters of this season, he was my Premier League man, like player of the the, the, the season. I, I don't think, but prior to that, I think everyone forgets how many times this guy was carrying that team in terms yeah, of yeah. the goals, the assists. Um, he went through that surging yeah. run where he took on all those Burnley defenders. That was a crazy yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we all forget what? that because it was so long ago. But this guy was scoring hat tricks and getting assists and goals. Um, and then towards the tail end of the season, after the Europa League exit, uh, we really saw a, a drop off, um, and that's probably testament to to his drop off in form. Why why Spurs got eliminated from so many. Um, well, yeah. France, they, they got they lost in the, the league position, uh, got knocked out of the top four race after being dubbed title contenders. Um, and and so you, can, you can imagine that grin on Melinda's face right now, and it is an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I mean... But, you know, but what, one, it, one thing I have to say, right, you know, look, Honor Diaz got it, but no City player really started playing until January, right, you know? So he got it for half a season, yeah. right, you know? No, and, Diaz had it throughout, um, though. Yeah. He, he's been a great defender throughout. No, no, no. I'm not, nope. cussing, I'm not cussing him as a defender. He's a top, top defender. I wish we had him. Yeah. Right, you know? Don't get me. Don't, don't say that. But what I'm saying is, he didn't find himself until January. No, no, no. He's he, got to be he, someone who's been consistent all the way through. Uh, exactly. He's, he was. Exactly. He was. No, look at... See, you're fluctuating from mid-league to out the top four. I mean, yeah, because, the whole because, team wasn't doing well. Because their team, they had so many games that were cancelled. They had so many games in hand. I'm going to give you two players. Prior yeah. to his injury, I'm going to say Jack Grealish. And then I'm also going to say Emmy. And then I'm going to say Emmy Martinez. These two for Villa. have had a fantastic season. Yeah. And yeah. had it not been for Jack Grealish's injury, which meant that Villa's form dropped off. Don't forget, Emmy Martinez was making clean sheet after clean he sheet. Was, Martinez agree. was a great, great... Yes, Grealish was first name on you the England. Kept, you lot kept sheet. the wrong keeper. You lot kept the wrong keeper. Uh, yeah. season. Grealish was the first name on the England team sheet uh, you know, prior to his injury. With, with what and you've just said there, Melinda Singh. You you see the team. Don't, don't say about England. A, a, lot, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of teams, there was a lot of players that their season got derailed and the team season got derailed because of key injuries to key players. I mean, who injured... Leaders. Yeah, who injured Grealish? Probably Pickford as well. He's bloody injured. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, season's you know, over. Stop being bitter. Everyone. You know what I mean? Stop being well, bitter, man. But look, Calvert-Lewin, injuries. Yeah. He was just hitting form. Ings, Wilson, Grealish, like we said. Um... I'll tell you something, someone, when we're talking about player of the year, for half of the season, I'll tell you who's had a really good second half of the season. And you guys are going to be really surprised by this. Jesse Lingard. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. When his move to West Ham, he's been a totally different player. While he was at United, I used to think the guy's a bit of a fool. I'll be honest with you. 
His head was not really there. He was more worried about other things. Going to West Ham, Moisey. <laughs> did you <laughs> really, yeah. Do you know what? Moise, Moise has turned him around. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd have given Lingard maybe. It's that United uh, connection, isn't it? Moise. Do you know? Mo- well, yeah. Um, well, who else has had a good... I'm surprised think, Rashford uh, didn't get it just for giving, like, school dinners to kids uh, and stuff. I mean, I, I want to give... He's not really a contender for um, uh, for a player of the season, but I thought he'd done really well. Uh, it's Patrick Bamford. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I was going to mention him, yeah. Yeah, and um, like coming up first season, he was an ex uh, Chelsea graduate. Um, I but followed you know, him when he was uh, when he when he was uh, uh, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. He was doing good. Yeah, he came from Oxford and then he got loaned out. He, he was doing amazing, um, and I'm great to see him. Like he's playing. Like people were saying, nah, he's not going to be good for Premier League, but he Who's proved that? it. Yeah, you know, Patrick up Bamford. here, up here, um, in Leeds, there was a lot of doubters about Bamford whether yeah. he can do it and I know a lot of Leeds fans were saying stuff about Bamford um, at the beginning of the season yeah he's, he's done a good job for us in yeah. the championship now, see you later. But will think... he do it yeah let's yeah. get a better player that's what Bamford. they went and got uh, Rodrigo to replace him but you know Bamford what? stepped up his game out of all the England strikers all the English strikers in the Premier League um, Harry Kane's obviously, obviously scored the most hmm. Bamford is the second highest scoring Englishman, yeah, in the league, and and he's proved he's proved himself in the top division, so yeah. that that's a shout as well. Still, right for me for me it's it's Harry Kane, you know, carried a poor side, right, uh, with a load of expectancy, right, and um, had to endure a change of manager, right, playing negative football for the first half of the season, right, and uh, carrying his side, yes. Son helped him. Goals but and assists. Me, goals and assists. Absolutely. Assists absolutely. as well. He's up there. Golden, was it 23, 24 goals this season? 23 League? goals. Right. And um, what was his assist? I think he got the most assists as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This for, season. I mean, I'll tell you, for United, for me, it was uh, Bruno, right? Uh, or it was between Bruno and Shaw. Bruno, because he was consistent from start to finish of the season, right? You know, and um, Shaw has been consistent as well this season. But overall, uh, Harry Kane, you know, so. Yeah. I'm just going to say, um, 14 assists for Harry Kane. Brilliant. Most in this in the sea in the in the league. So Absolutely yeah. Fantastic. So. That, he, he, he does deserve it. He does deserve it. Um so. but this season, because of all the injuries, yeah. one thing I'd like to say, a lot of the clubs have yeah. had to get into their youth setup, and there's been a lot of good young players yeah. um coming through. I mean, we, we've mentioned some of them like Willock, um, know. uh yeah. you know, Nat Phillips at Liverpool. Reese Williams, there's, there's quite a few youngsters that have come through this year, which has been sort of like a possible blessing for England in the future. Yeah, right. Right, so obviously that was the wrap-up and also the look-ahead. Um, that was the wrap-up, sorry, of uh, the Premier League season. And what a season it was. Um, in a way, a weird season, but I'm glad it's the end of it. And... Um, There'll be a big transfer window coming up and then we can't wait to restart again in August. But obviously we have the Euros to look forward to. And what else we have looked forward to is the bonus episode of this podcast where we'll be talking about the England 26-man squad and what the panel, uh, who would they like 
uh, for Gareth Southgate to pick in that squad as well. But as for the season review and the look ahead to the Champions League and Europa League final, we're going to end that there. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.